Hello, hello, good morning, federal employees. My name is Dallin Hawes, and welcome back to another episode of Plan Your Federal Benefits. I am privileged to work with federal employees all the time as a financial planner, helping them get prepared for retirement or transition into retirement, get the most out of their benefits, and really be set and confident about the future. So if you are thinking about retirement, if you are trying to get the most of your FERS federal benefits, please consider joining this incredible community of incredible federal employees that are trying and pushing to get the most out of what they have and to make sure that they are set up for success and taking care of their families. That is the type of people that we have here. And so welcome, welcome, welcome to another great episode. Today we're talking about your TSP and how to almost never lose money in your TSP. So let's jump right in without further ado. So there's two strategies that I'm gonna talk about today when it comes to a way to not lose money in your TSP. But while I am gonna be talking about two, there is only one of these strategies that I actually want you to do, that I actually recommend. Okay, so let's jump right in. Let's start with the not so smart strategy or the strategy that has many, many downsides. And that is the strategy taken by many people, not just federal employees, many people where maybe they dabble into investing. Maybe they start putting money in the TSP, an IRA, something, they start and then the market goes down. Something happens where it scares them. They say, hey, wow, there's a lot of risk here. I want to save for retirement in a way that's safe, that I want to know that my money is going to be there when I retire. And so consequently, they end up putting their money in a savings account or maybe in the TSP, maybe in the G fund, things that are very, very conservative, right? So that, that is kind of one strategy where I say, hey, I'm going to just be so conservative that it's impossible for me to lose value, right? The G fund is set up where it's not going to lose value. That's kind of the main idea of the G fund, right? It'll grow some, but it won't lose value, right? That is the idea. And the word of caution that I always give, and I'm, if you're a regular here at the channel, you'll know my thoughts on this, is that there is risk whenever you invest. There is risk. But one thing that is not talked about near as much is the risk of not investing, right? If you invest, let's say, in the G fund or in a savings account, your return over time is going to be relatively very, very low, right? And what happens is inflation over the last 100 or so years, inflation has been about 3%, right? So if your account is growing less than 3% a year, your money, the dollar amount in your account may increase a little bit or may stay the same. But the purchasing power of your money over the course of your career and your retirement is going to go down if it is not growing as much as inflation, right? Now, when people are going to start drawing money out of their TSP, then they want their TSP to be growing with inflation as well as growing enough to allow them to take out the sort of distributions out of their accounts so that they can live the way they want. And often, that requires you to invest a lot more than just the G fund, right? The G fund is a great tool, but it shouldn't be the only tool in our arsenal, right? We should be diversified in a way that makes sense for you. So that's the first strategy that some people take to say, hey, I don't wanna lose a dollar in my TSP, so I'm gonna be so conservative that I can't, it's impossible to. And the downside, of course, is growth over time, and you're gonna suffer 
in retirement because you didn't have the growth that you needed over time. And even once you're in retirement, it is almost never wise to be 100% G fund because retirement can be long. If you retire, let's say late 50s, or early 60s, people are living a long time. Your retirement can be 30, 40, 50 years, right? It could be a long time and you wanna make sure you have a strategy that will work regardless of how, how long you live, regardless of what the market does. So the next strategy that I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna first introduce it by talking about your home, your house, right? So if you are a homeowner, let me ask you this question. When was the last time that your home lost significant value, right? And how much value did it lose, right? Think about that. And if you're like most homeowners, you may know that, you know, over the years, maybe in 2008, your home value dipped down. And right now, of course, across the country, home values typically, depending on your area, are very, very high, right? So there's some trends across the United States. But when it comes to exactly year by year what your home's worth, and how much value it loses or gains, it's hard to know, right? It's hard to know. And consequently, people often think that home values never go down. Some people think that, where over time they just slowly go up and home values never go down. And if we look at the data, however, home values fluctuate quite a bit, quite a bit, but we often just don't see it. Because to know what your home is worth. First, you gotta either put it on the market, get an appraisal. It takes money and often work to make sure this is happen, happening, right? If you wanna check the value of your TSP, it's simple, you just log in and boom, there it is. And so you can see every time it goes up and down and that can be stressful, right? So the moral of the story is that we should deal with our investments, which our home is, is, is a type of investment. We should deal with our TSP, our retirement savings, in a similar way that we deal with our homes. But because our homes, we don't really check the value very often, we assume it just slowly goes up. But actually, I wrote an article on this, so if you go to my blog, if you're on the podcast, it'll be in the description, YouTube, it'll, it'll be in the description. You go to my blog and you find the article that was right along with this topic, you'll find a chart that I found that showed the sales price of homes in the Northeast of the United States and how they fluctuated over the last 20 years, right? And if you look at that chart, the fluctuations year to year can be close to $100,000, if not more, year to year. Meaning the fluctuations in home values can be huge, huge, but people don't really know because if you're only checking your home value, let's say every 10 years when you move or when you get an appraisal or you get a refinance, then oftentimes over 10 years, it will be higher than it was when you purchased it, right? But there'll be tons of fluctuations in between. But for you, as a homeowner, what matters is when you sell, right? That's what matters. We all know that we don't wanna sell our home when the market's way down, when we can't get a good price order, when we can't get what we put into it. We know naturally that we shouldn't sell, right? Naturally, we want to sell when the market's really high, right? And obviously, if you are selling a home, then buying a home. There's a whole other nuance of, well, if you're selling a home and buying a home in the same market, then it won't matter as much because the market is high no matter what, right? So that's a whole different conversation. But the reason I bring up your house is because when you think of our TSP, it's a lot more emotional than our home tends to be, right? And so if we handle our TSP and say, hey, I know it's gonna fluctuate quite a bit, 
But, but honestly, what I care about is how it grows over time. And if you check your CSP constantly, then you're going to see the daily, the weekly, the monthly, whatever, fluctuations. Where over time, those fluctuations don't really matter because what matters is when you buy and when you sell. Where that's what matters. And that determines how much money you actually make. Because regardless if the market's super high right now, guess what? It actually isn't real for you because you haven't sold anything right? That's how investments work, right? If you buy at $10 and it jumps up to 20, well, that $20 is not in your pocket because you haven't sold it, right? When it, when you sell it is when it matters. So if it drops, you haven't lost any money yet. It just so happens at that moment, if you were to sell, that would be the price, right? And so you have to have a long-term strategy to say, hey, I know the market's emotional. I know that in the short term, there's going to be fluctuations. There's going to be things I can't control. But if I have a long-term strategy, I just won't sell when the market's down, right? Because the only way or one of the only ways to lose money in investing is to sell when the market's down, right? So when people get scared, especially when they get close to retirement, which is totally natural, right? It gets emotional. It gets scary, we're tempted to sell when the market's down. Right now, the market's very high. And so oftentimes, it's easy to say, hey, it's going to go up forever. But it's not. It's not. And I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to say, hey, the market's going to go up and down constantly. And we can't control that. What we can control is how we choose to allocate it over time and how we choose to react when these things happen. And when you stick to a long-term plan that makes sense for your situation, now and then into retirement, it's a game changer. It changes the game and obviously it's a lot less stressful because you're not checking it every day because you trust in your long-term plan, right? That's the confidence that comes by having a long-term plan, right? And if you have that long-term plan, then you're not going to sell the C fund, the S fund, these stock-based funds when the market drops, right? Because then that is how you lose money, right? And now, at this point in the conversation, whenever I talk about this, many people say, hey, well, that's dandy while you're in your career because you don't need the money, right? You can just let things rot. You don't have to sell. That's great. But what about in retirement, right? When actually you're going to need those retirement savings because that's why you saved it up all these years. You're going to need those retirement savings to live off of. Right? So you're going to be forced to sell something to live off of, right? So what is the strategy once you get into retirement? And that's a great question. And one thing to think about is that even in retirement, like I said, retirements can be long. It rarely makes sense to be so conservative like a savings account or G fund because for over 30 years, inflation can take a huge hit. And if you're not growing some, then as you're withdrawing money, it can make a huge, huge difference of how long your money lasts, right? So you definitely want some growth. The question is, what's the best strategy to get some growth, but also not sell when the market's down? And one strategy, and there's lots of strategies for this, but one strategy that is often pretty simple is to have about three to five years of cash or close to cash, right, of expenses after your pension, after your Social Security, of expenses in a cash bucket, I call it, where that money is in things like the G fund or things that are similar to it where they grow some, but they're not going to lose value and you can liquidate them really, really quickly. That's the most important part. And the, the purpose of this bucket is first to just be a bucket where as you need money, as you spend, this is where you take it from, 
right? That's the purpose of this bucket. And also, there's three to five years of crash in this bucket because guess what? Your other investments that are maybe in the stock-based funds that are going to fluctuate more over time, when the market's down, you don't want to have to sell those, right? You need a bucket of reserves to say, hey, I got three to five years to write this out. It's going to come back up. It's going to recover and I don't have to sell when it's down, right? So that is one strategy to use. And like I said, there's lots of strategies. The most important thing is to find a investment strategy that works during your career as, as well as in your retirement that makes sense to you, that's relatively simple, and that you can execute on and actually do time and time again. And that will give you the confidence to write things out, right? That is the most important thing. First, to just sleep good at night, right? That is huge. As well as to get the best retirement outcomes that you can. That is our goal. So I hope today was helpful. I hope it gave some perspective on how similar your TSP can be to your home value, or over time it's gonna fluctuate. But you have to remember the long-term game. And if you do, then over time you're not gonna lose money, because over time the market's gonna increase and you're gonna be able to sell when things are high. So I hope that was helpful. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time.